this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Scott Reednauer. Scott is the principal of Hillsborough R3 Intermediate in Hillsborough, Missouri, and he has been so since 2003. He is known for instilling kindness in his students and community. Hello, Scott. Hello, Miss. How are you? I am good. Long time no see. No I, I, I was a Hillsboro resident. Now I'm back living in the city in a downtown loft overlooking okay. our lovely city. So it's fun. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. I loved living in Hillsboro. Nice people. Yeah, we loved having you. And I loved having you as a, as a parent and a community member and a, a, a positive force in our community, which you still are. So that's cool. Yay. Well, well yay for positivity, especially um, with how crazy things have gone over the past few years. But from what I understand, so Jilly, who works with me and has, I think her third child is, you know, eventually getting through the whole Hillsborough <laughs> School District. She's been, there's, she was the one who said to me, you know, your podcast is all about kindness. And have you thought about having Scott Reed now or on? And I was like, oh my gosh, what a <laughs> idea. Let's talk to him. Thanks. So you... I want to tell you exactly the words that she gave to me. She said the following as a principal, he is really good at creating a respectful, caring atmosphere. He is known for his end of year speech. When the graduating senior class walks through the building, very inspirational, his catchphrase is, we love you. And there's nothing you can do about that. Yes. Yes. That's what, so was this like, was this just something that happened and you were like, I got to keep doing this every year because it just resonates? It, it, it did. I mean, the, the catchphrase I stole from a teacher who stole it from somebody else. So, you know, in education, we do a really good job of plagiarizing <laughs> people. Um, and so I stole it from there and, and it just kind of caught on. And, and because of the staff, the staff here is amazing in the district and, and especially in the intermediate. Um, and so, you know, they, they have just they just love kids and they want every kid to know every day that they're loved, which is what, you know, uh, every kid needs. Every person on the planet needs to hear. I love you every day. Um, and so we just make sure all of our kids hear it every day. Um, the, the speech with the seniors. Uh, so at the end of the year, uh, when the seniors have their graduation practice, they walk through every one of the buildings. Um, and they do a parade. If we're gonna, and the, the philosophy the high school took on, which was an amazing philosophy, was if if graduation is the culmination of 13 years of what we're about, then and 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 it's all of us working together, and they're all ours, then we all need to celebrate. And so they come through our building and they celebrate. Well, uh, the first wow. year, the first year they came through the building. Uh, I looked at the high school counselors and I go, can I talk to them? Because I, I, at the end of the year with my students at the fifth and sixth grade, I, I talk to them at the end of the year and, and kind of give them a, Hey, you got this, have a great summer or at the sixth grade. It's pretty emotional because I'm not going to get to see them as a body again um, until they're seniors. And so I give them a speech. Well, this was going to be the last time I was going to get to see the senior class. Uh, and I just I can't because uh, I love them so much. I can't just let them let them go. And so I said, can I talk to them? And uh, I said, sure. So I, I talked to him for a few minutes and then 
sent them on their way. And then the next year they're like, you're going to talk to us again. The next group was like, you're going to talk. Right. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the Aww. next year they're like, you're going to talk to us. Right. And I, I, I guess I am. So that's awesome. And that's, I, I think that's a cool tradition, especially because, you know, Hillsborough's there's so many buildings. So with people that are not familiar with the school district, it's like kindergarten, first, second here, third, fourth there, fifth, sixth there, seventh, eighth there, then high school. It's like all to, excuse me, divided up amongst all these buildings. So they've got to make an entire day of that to go visit right. everything. Right. Right. And, and, and then, then the, the kids that, that, you know, at, at, at your home, Mish, at my home, we talk about graduation and then what the future holds, but not every, and not every house talks about that. True. And, and so, you know, so when, when a first grader sees a kid walking by in a blue robe, they have the conversation with the teacher, what's that going on? Well, this kid's going to graduate and then, and what's graduation. And then they can have those conversations in the classroom with the people that they love and they care about and they know, and they're comfortable with. And, and it starts planting seeds of, what's next. And so it just, it just keeps perpetuating itself. And, you know, the, the seniors walk through proud because they should be, you know, let's celebrate what we're about. And so it was, uh, the high school has done an amazing job and I just applaud them for that because it's been fantastic. And, so, yeah. and one of the things that you do with the students at your school is you also teach them, I mean, just about the simple, respectful things of opening a door, which is crazy how many people don't know. I mean, people are surprised when I open the door for them. People are like, oh, right. oh like, wow, no one does it. I'm thinking, why? It's so simple. But it it has so much meaning to, to teach that to kids. Correct. Because what, what you do when I teach it, if you hold the door open for me, you're saying to me that I'm important to you. You may not even know me, but... That's the thing about it is we've got to show love to each other, even when we don't know each other, because that's what humans should do. Yes, um, yes. And we're not teaching, we're not teaching that enough. And so, yeah, we got to respect each other. We got to love each other. And, and, we, and we can show it in lots of different ways. I hold the door open for you. When, and, and that's me honoring and, and showing I care for you. And then when you walk through, you say thank you. And, and and that's a very good thing to talk about too, right? Because how many times have you opened the door for someone and they don't even like there's that's happened as well. They don't even acknowledge it. They right. just walk through and you're like, okay, well, have a good day. <laughs> you know, uh, and 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 we we stop, you know, and and I we're we're blessed to have the the half of the fifth grade together, the other half of the fifth grade together at lunch, and and so we can we can kind of monopolize that time at times and talk about communication with the kids uh, and honoring so that if I say good morning to you when you get off the bus and we say good morning to all the kids when they get off the bus, well, what does that mean? That means I care about you and you respond back to me, you too. Good morning. It's good to see you. Here's some different things that you can say. And then we practice it. There was one kid who was really shy he does not like to make eye contact, which is fine. That may be a family culture thing. I, you know, I, that doesn't bother me. But I said good morning to him and he won't say good morning, which is that's his prerogative sort of. Um, but I literally followed him into the building going, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. And finally he turned around and goes, good morning. I go, thanks. That's all I needed. And then hey, I walk yeah. on. And then the next morning when he gets off the bus, I go, good morning, he goes, good morning. And it's done. Uh, but there's there's too many times where I'll hold the door open for the students coming out to the bus 
and I'll go, hey, have a good day. And nobody will say anything. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to fix that. Yeah. That's just that's just honoring. That's just respectful. That's just kindness is just just respond. Just, hey, you too. Have a great day. Fantastic. Thanks. That's all I needed. But I have to think what else that does is it it brings into the awareness of the students that you need to pay attention to the people around you. You may not know them. You may be all in your head about something, but you do live in a world where being social and being a part and playing a part in that world is important. And part of that is saying thank you and hello. And just, you know, it's, it's so easy I have always been this way. Just, you know, I see walking down the street or walking, you know, hi, hello, participating in the world around me. Right. And, and, and not getting, not getting embedded in your phone and your device and, and your earbuds and just saying hello. You know, if, even if, and I'll tell the kids, I go, even if you and I make eye contact and I go like this and you go like this, that's, that's still perfect. Yes, it doesn't have to be a huge interaction, but it needs to be an interaction. And and we've got to teach the kids that, you know, especially since this COVID thing kicked off, you know, we're, we're, we're even more separated and more isolated and, and, and we're not as kind anymore because we're not around each other anymore, you know, like we used to be, and we can't get embedded in all these devices and things. We've got to be involved in each other's lives. And and I'll care about you the more I'm involved in your life. That's just the way this works. And right, and, uh, you know. which for everyone out there, we really did want to do this in person, but yes. COVID. So you know, um, you know how that is, uh, Mr. Reidenauer, who I would. That's how I know you. So, but you know, he you're, you're Miss Hancock. Me, so it's <laughs> you know how it is. So yeah. he let me know this morning that like, hey, you know, this is kind of got a scratchy throat wondering if I should show up in person, you know? So it's, it's just the world we live in. We have to be able to pivot quickly, but right. how have you, I mean, so did Hillsborough do the whole remote thing or did you guys? We, we did. So we did whenever in, in that spring, that February, when everything went, started going down, okay. um, we, we went uh, virtual for the remainder of the year. And how did it go? What did you what did you experience? Um, it was really hard uh, because you talk about that pivot. It was really difficult because everybody is is learning new skills um, and it it forced everybody way out of their comfort zone, which is not a bad thing. And it made us better. Um, right. Unfortunately, you know, the kids struggled with it because they were away from their teachers, which they had built a relationship for half a year. Um, and the teachers struggle with it because they're used to seeing their kids and and hugging their kids and and seeing the their faces and and it just it was it was difficult, uh, but it forced us um, out of the you know 1900s of education and forced us into the real world that everybody else had to, had to you know work in and has to work in. So um, it was it was difficult, uh, but then then we got to um, then we got to the last school year, um, and um, and we went we went hybrid. So half the kids were here half the day, half the kids were here the 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 other day. So Tuesday, 
Monday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, and Wednesdays were all virtual. Oh my gosh. And it whew, it was tough because those days when you weren't at school, uh, the teachers were doing doing virtual. So, right. so I'm I'm basically teaching two classes a day or two different groups a day. I'm teaching the in-person group and I'm teaching the virtual group. Oh gosh. Um, and we thought that was amazingly difficult. And they were like, this is the toughest year ever. Um, but if you ask, I would say 95 to 99% of the teachers, uh, at least at Hillsborough, and I'd say probably around the country, this year is far more difficult than any of the others uh, because everybody's so far behind, especially socially. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine, especially kids that are in that age group is a they've got energy. Right. And you're asking them to sit in front of a computer all day. Right. Right. And then they get used to, you know, I mean, we, we get we get addicted to those devices and they get used to those devices and and the interaction with those devices. So, if you know, if I want to take a break, I can just I can just put up my my take my video off, take my audio off and go take a break for a while and come back. Well, it doesn't work that way in person. Right. You know, right. so that they're having to learn how to relearn how to socialize. And, um, and, you know, there's, we, and we forget quickly that us humans, that's one good thing that we're at is we forget quickly and, and they have forgotten what it's like to be in school. And we have forgotten what it's like to have kids in front of us, you know, seven or five days a week. And so it's, right. it's, it's been it's been a good learning process um, um, and, and a growing process. And so that we just work to grow every day. So. And for me personally, introvertedness like set in big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was almost like I was like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave anymore. I don't even want to drive to the grocery store. I'll just stay home all day. But, you know, at a certain point, I was like, no. And, and I mean, it's easy. Yeah. Instacart yeah. delivers, you know, DoorDash. I mean, it's easy, right? You can right. do that these days. But um, I found myself at a certain point going, you need to get your butt out again. Like, go out and socialize. And this year, that is like top of mind. Yeah. I, a social calendar is like crazy already because I was just, I made that decision of, you know, like yeah. I got to get out more. I can't just sit at my house and yes, I love my puppy. And, you know, Mickey still, still lives at home. She's not going, um, she'll be going to college in Denver. Oh, all right. Third and fourth year. But, um, you know, it was, it was just easy to just fall into it and be there. And so I've had to like, come on, you know, you're a social person. You love being out with people. Hugging has been a difficult thing, right? Because, like, you know, I was a hugger. Now I'm kind of like, can't art be? Yeah. Hold her mom, you know, what are we doing here? Right. Um, it's, it's just become an, an interesting new way that we have to interact with each other. It is. Um, well, but it goes back to what you were talking about before. I've got to pay attention. I've got to pay attention now. And it's not just a, hey, me come up and give you a hug. It's, me come up, kind of try and read your body language, your mannerisms, and kind of see where we're at. Are we we fist bumping, we hugging, we elbowing, or are we just nodding and moving on. Right. You know, and which is which is hard for adults, you know, and for kids that are fifth and sixth graders, it you know it can be it can be a oh, little daunting. Um, absolutely. Um, but it's you know, kids are resilient, teachers are resilient, and and you know, we're as we say here, we're living the dream. 
you know, um, and we do that every day and, and, and love the kids up as much as we can and, and help bring them along. But you also, as teachers, you know, you have to understand, and this staff is amazing about it, is, is that empathy side of it, you know, because loving and kindness and caring is based in empathy. And so, you know, okay, if this kid is off, why is this kid off? And let's try and understand why this kid is off and then and then bring them where we want them to, to be if we can get them there. Um, you know, and 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 that's that's one of the goals of, of the staff here is is to get um, to give those kids those experiences that they may not get at home. And if they do get it at home, great. You get a, a double dose of it at school. Right. That's important. That isn't the, that is asking the big question of, you know, like, not, why are you doing that? But what, what's going on? Right. Correct. That's, yeah. that's causing you to behave in such a manner, you know, right. it's like, Hey, you're a bad kid. It's like, that's right. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. Well, you know? we're not making good choices now. Why are you not making good choices? And let's get to the root of it so we can fix it. Otherwise, we're just simply disciplining and we're not trying to to teach and train. And which ultimately in the end, love is based on and kindness is based on. I'm going to to train you and, and help you be and grow into a better person. So I have some questions for you. Okay. Um. One of the things I really want to talk to you about is it has been brought to my attention that not only are you, you know, kindness, kindness at for the students and, and your staff and what have you, but also bringing awareness to POW, MIA, the veterans. Let, yes, tell, tell us more about that. Okay. So um, there is a Jefferson Barracks has a POW MIA museum. They're getting up and running and, and one of the uh, veterans that's associated with that is a former parent, grandparent of the intermediate. And he helps me and helped me with our veterans program. Uh, we have, his name is Russ Whitener. Um, and, uh, he's an amazing guy. Well, he, um, so we, our veterans program is a little different than because of the time of year. Most people have their veterans day, most schools right around veterans day. Well, we don't. Uh, for a variety of reasons, two other buildings in the district have them right around then. So, uh, but we also don't, so we don't want to overtax the veterans and them just running from building to building to building, but they can stay and appreciate each building. Uh, but also for our students as well. So we have ours the last day before Thanksgiving break. And so, um, and the reason we do it is to honor the veterans on a day in addition to Veterans Day but also for our students so that they know going into the Thanksgiving weekend, something more they can be thankful for. Oh, nice. And so we remind them at that, at that program, all of that. Um, and so it's, it's a veterans and Thanksgiving program so that we can, we're thankful for these people sitting in front of you, look at their faces. Um, pre COVID, we would have the veterans line the hallways uh, and we would literally go by and shake hands with them and look them in the face and say, thank you. Um, and it was our hall of fame. And we would just walk down that hall and just thank the veterans. Obviously COVID has put, you know, a little bit of a cramp on that, but, right. but we still had our program this year and it was awesome. Uh, so Russ has helped me with that. Well, um, Russ is one of the board members for the museum. And um, I was talking, there was a gentleman that was, it, it's kind of weird how, you know, God works in amazing ways and amazing things happen. Well, um, so there was a speaker that was supposed to come uh, two years ago, 
the, the, the pre-COVID year, I guess 2019, uh, and he got the time wrong. Had he got the time correct, he and I never would have sat down and spoke. We would have just been, hello, Scott Reed now are great speaking and, and go on. But he was late, and so he didn't make it. So he came that afternoon, and I got to just sit down and talk to him. And so we started talking, and then we started talking about the museum. And he goes, yeah, uh, Mr. Whitener, Russ Whitener, the, the gentleman I was talking to is Noel Frisch. Um, and he said that Russ had started a POW MIA designated city, state, and county program. And I go, okay. Uh, and I go, well, what's the purpose of the program? And they go, to raise awareness and to educate. I go, well, why don't you start a schools program? And they're like, what? Why, why don't we? So we had lunch one day. That's awesome. And so because he was late, the POW MIA designated schools or campus program started because he was late. And we, otherwise we would, it would have never come about. So I sat down with them. We got criteria together and they started the program. So Hillsboro is the first MIA, POW MIA designated campus or school in the country. Um, and so um, since we've started, uh, we've had a vigil on Memorial Weekend. Uh, we've had a POW MIA Remembrance Night at the football game where Michael Blassie's family came down. We got to honor him and several other um, POWs and MIAs. Uh, we hosted uh, the Heartland Heroes, who is a motorcycle group that came all the way across the country last year in Memorial Weekend. Um, and so, uh, and the kids, we're, we're working on an education program K through 12 uh, to, to raise awareness of what POWs and MIAs are, what they've had to go through, and to honor those that have served ultimately. And so it's, it's a passion for this community. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So it's been, it's been very, very good. And you're so silver lining. I love silver lining people. I just, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like, okay, so he didn't make, but he was late and we got kind of, what, and, and then, then amazing then stuff to, happened. Yeah. You know? yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah, it was it was good. And uh, I, I, we're very blessed. And so I was very thankful and and got to got to know these guys even better and, and the, the board. And uh, and so just just thankful for that opportunity. And now we're you know reaching out to the community Hillsboro because of Mayor Russell is now uh, a POW MIA designated city. So we are the first designated city and district school district around. So. Oh, um, me darn. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're super excited. So very cool. Yeah. Well, I have this other question because I was just, you know, reading up on you, a little bit stalking, but good stalking. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you studied geology. Are you still actively interested in geology? What, I, what do you I, do with that now? Well, I, I, I love it and I wish I was still active with it. I mean, I've got a great rock collection um, and the where I get to use it now is in science classes here. I'll talk to the kids every once in a while and show them my rock collection or talk about being a geologist. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had a person that didn't show up for uh, career day. And so they go, hey, you want to be a geologist? I would love to be a geologist. And so I got to talk to all the kids that, you know, that year. And so it's just, uh, I love it. Uh, I, I miss it, but 
I've got, you know, 550 wonderful kids that I love hanging out with better. So it's that's awesome. I was the, I was the kid that was obsessed with rock. Like yeah. I'd go on vacation yeah. and my souvenir was a rock because uh-huh. I found really cool rocks. Well, I'll show you my rock collection. Just come down and we'll. All right. Next time I'm in Hillsboro, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm coming over. Let's go to now. And when I was a kid, the other thing is I find them when we're, you know, in a stream or something like that. So I, so then I go home and be like, oh, that look as good when they dried. I have to put water on them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I yes. put more water on them so that I can look at their beauty underwater. Correct. Well, and, and the cool thing about rocks is when you're, especially when you're a kid, is uh, every one of them you think is gold because it's gold to you. And it's, and it's just cool, even if it doesn't look anything like gold. So it's kind I of. I love it. I love it. All right. So this is a question I ask everyone, and this will be so easy for you to answer, but just kind of, this is a top of mind recent or you know, just top of mind. Um, have you witnessed, given, or received any kindness that we should talk about? Um, you know, I see it every day. Um, you know, when, whenever the kids are getting dropped off, I wave at them and, you know, some kids are tired. It's early in the morning and they'll wave and some kids will be like, you know, um, and so, you know, I got Alex waving at me with two hands this morning and I'm waving back with two hands and, uh, you know, a bus pulls past me and and the bus driver's honking and everybody's waving, you know, I, I, every day, every day I've got amazing staff. I've got amazing students. Uh, and they love me and they take really good care of me because uh, I need all the help I can get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's uh, Alex's Jill son, just for everybody, the Jill Lee, who we were talking about. Well, Mr. Reedner, this has been wonderful. I have so enjoyed catching up Loved with it. you. It's so good well. to see you again. You as well. Please come by and see us real soon. Tell, tell Mickey I said hello and uh, would love to see hey, Denver, you said? Denver. Yeah. She, she is uh, really into interior design and there's, it's called Rocky Mountain College of uh, Art and Design. And the thing I love about it is that all the professors are currently working Uh, in interior design and such. So they'll have connections. They know what's up right now. And yeah, it's very her. It's very perfect. So super proud of her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, hang on because I'm going to stop the stream, but I just want to chat with you real quick before we let go of all this. So uh, for everybody else out there, thank you. You've been listening to Mishmash podcast. Please do subscribe to us and share our awesomeness with you, our friend, your friends. And remember to be kind. That's the big thing. Little tiny things make a difference. So please be kind. Catch you next time.